Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Jeff Coleman. Jeff, you are a, an expert copywriter. Uh, you do a lot of great marketing and consulting. You work with people that uh, you know are kind of taking a look at their funnels and uh, helping them perform a lot better. And you are the owner of jeffcoleman.com. And that's G-E-O-F-F coleman.com. Is it pronounced any differently than the other oh, Jeffs? Jeff with a G, Coleman with a K. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Well, good deal. So, uh, you know, what we want to chat about, Jeff, and it, it sounds like you have some experience with, uh, you know, what to do when you are in business for yourself and all of a sudden there's something that happens that quite frankly is just outside of your control. However, we as founders of companies have the opportunity to either respond and, and just work completely responsive, or we can be much more proactive. And so I think that's mm-hmm. kind of what we want to talk about today, right? Yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of fight or flight, right? You can either retreat back into your cave, or you can, or you can forge ahead out into the yep. fog of, of uncertainty or whatever and, and make an impact. Okay, so what does that mean for you? For, well, mostly for my clients right now, I mean, this is a somewhat timely conversation too, right? Most of my clients, they have that same decision of, um, I work a, with a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, a lot of other freelancers as well, uh, hire me to write their, their marketing materials. And all of us are faced with this decision at some point, whether it's right now or, or in the future of, do we forge ahead or do we retreat back? What's the better decision? Uh, do we make a pivot? Do we, do we make an offer? What, what do we do in times of uncertainty? And so a lot of uh, people in my sphere of influence, they're losing clients left, right, and center right now. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or, or putting projects on pause or whatever. And so it's, it, from my perspective, clients are coming to me asking what to do. And uh, in my case, it's you can either pivot quick, pivot fast, um, uh, have something out there, real thing, you know, you're building the parachute as you're falling down from the from the plane, or you're uh, or you're positioning your brand. You're using the time right now to to position yourself, build your foundation, uh, so that when the fog clears, you're ready to to absolutely dominate. So th- those are the decisions that clients of mine are making: of do we do we act fast and, and take advantage of of an opportunity, so to speak, or do we lay back, uh, build the foundation, so that we're ready to to uh, move forward in in a month or two. What opportunities do you think exist today because of the kind of the <clears throat> um, the economic response to coronavirus? Yeah. Um, so whether whether it's a five figure startup entrepreneur, uh, I work with with all the way from five figure startup entrepreneurs, uh, solopreneurs to um, to eight figure companies right now. The opportunity is is essentially like I just said. You, you can act fast. You can um, 
take advantage is the wrong term, but that's not what I mean. But you can, you can pounce on an opportunity where people are uh, feeling scared, they're feeling uncertain, and your role can be to provide clarity, to provide certainty, to, to alleviate fear, um, to let them get back to as much as possible, um, any sense of normalcy. So um, for some brands, that means a pivot. For some, that means better marketing. For some, that means um, one-on-one reaching out to people. It's, it's different for every brand, of course, and, and your audience is, is broad. Um, so the specific answer there is, is difficult. But, but the opportunity is people are, for lack of a better term, they're scared. And they want people, they want companies even to take a leadership position. So whether you're that eight-figure brand or that five-figure startup, you have the opportunity to position yourself as a leader to help people uh, through this situation in any way that you can. And then when the fog clears, when the uncertainty has gone, when the economy is back, you're the one that they, that they come to. You're top of mind. Uh, I heard an example the other day of a, of a pizza place. The owner of the pizza place went to the grocery store. All the frozen pizzas were sold out. So he went back to his pizza shop. He bought a vacuum sealer instead of a, instead of a pizza at the grocery store. Went back to his shop, made a bunch of pizzas, froze them up, and said, these are available for anybody who, who needs them in the community. Um, and so he's providing leadership in, a, in the way that a pizza shop owner can. But now he's top of mind when the economy comes back and people are ordering pizza for delivery again, right? So positioning yourself that way is, is what you can do, is what the opportunity is. Yeah, I, I see some really, uh, that, that's good advice uh, because people will remember. Uh, you know, when, you know, if I think about the times in business when we have been in need uh, and times were tough yeah. and I had a friend or partner or client or whoever it was that, uh, that, that stepped outside of what was normal for them and assisted, man, yeah. I tell you what, I return that favor uh, as many times over as I can. So yeah. now I know sometimes in situations like this can be easy for us to be very self-protective. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think what we're talking about here is, you know, what is your contribution and how you how can you provide that quiet leadership? And Jeff, yeah. you know, in some ways, I gotta be honest, I, I mean, I feel like you're talking directly to me. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking about the fact that you know, 2008, which I think was kind of the last major economic uh, event, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we, that's, it was because of the economic downturn that we created a $6 million business. We helped right. people, uh, you know, cut their grocery bill in half. And at the time, that was a badly needed service. And so, you know, people paid us $5 a week, we'd help them save three to $400 a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was something that people badly needed. And so I think if we, you know, just like the pizza person, it's like, what can my contribution be right now? And how can I give that? And I think that that's a great introspective exercise. How have you implemented that yourself? Yeah, it's for, for me, and, and I've brought in a, um, a partner in this as well, but essentially we've set up a program, and this is, this is not a pitch but, <laughs> or anything, but um, you know, we've set up a, 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 a two-month program, a 60-day program of let's go through as entrepreneurs together, build a community Let's work on our mindset. Let's work on our marketing. Let's work on our copy, building our brand, um, those types of things. And so each week going through different, different sets of those. But it's, it's me um, bringing marketing expertise, copywriting expertise, 
uh, providing small businesses and entrepreneurs with, with templates that they can use for copy. And then uh, I won't mention his name, but a, a, a mindset guru type of guy uh, who has an audience of millions. Um, uh, yeah, him as well, helping us along because so much of this is mindset work. So much of this is, is if we let the scarcity, the fear get into us, then we're, our business is going to suffer. So he's yes. positioning us as let's stay positive. Let's look for the opportunity. Let's remain calm. Uh, let's be smart. And my job is, okay, now that we're calm, let's go create a really clear message and, and, uh, and market ourselves appropriately right now. You know, when so that program is, is basically how, 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 how I'm providing, trying to provide some of that leadership and, and yeah. alleviate fear. You know, uh, you know, as the, uh, as the pandemic was kind of, um, you know, as it's been getting, gaining some traction momentum, I was obsessing over kind of reading about the science and looking at trends and that sort of thing. You know, and after a while now, I've realized, you know what, there are people that are going to play roles and we all fulfill roles, um, you know, every day and, and with different situations in this situation. I think it's helpful that we're informed, uh, mm. but I, I think that, you know, for me, I came to the decision that I need to let the scientists do the sciencing. Um, it's cool for me to understand, you know, kind of a 101 level of what's going on, you know, a five minute news brief, probably good enough for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. if I get too distracted on that and it could get really easy it could be very easy to kind of get sucked into kind of a a very negative spiral uh listen that is just going to that's going to take my eye off of the sacred position that i have right now mm-hmm. as kind of a shepherd of my community and our clients and my team um i i need to make sure that i'm and you know, my family and mm-hmm. and i need to be doing everything I can as a leader within those communities. Um, And so I I think, you know, paying attention to where we're spending our focus and time is also a big part of this as well. Yeah. Even even before uh, everything kind of hit the fan, so to speak, I was saying to people, you know, panic is not helpful. No. Um, It's better than, I think it's better than denial, but panic isn't what we need. What we need is planning, right? You need to, you need to figure out what's going to be your plan of action. Um, moving forward so that you don't go out of business so that you can be in a place of, of leadership, or even if you need to pre- press pause so that you're ready to, to absolutely launch as soon as you're ready, uh, yeah. ready again. So um, yeah, panic isn't helpful, but staying informed and being, uh, being a planner is going to, is going to set you up for success. Right, right. Um, so Jeff, having, having shared all that, I'd, I'd really love to, since I, you know, I haven't had you on the show before, um, mm-hmm. just kind of uh, by way of intro, how did you get into copywriting? Uh, I've, uh, the, the really simple answer is I've always loved writing since I was a kid. I even um, a week or two ago found a, a story that I'd written when I was like eight or nine years old, um, you know, full, full uh, a little book. So I've always just enjoyed writing. Uh, so when um, when I needed to pivot a, uh, my career um, uh, a few years ago, copywriting was just the, the or writing was just the natural uh, way to go. I was actually a pastor before this, mm-hmm. and um, so a lot of my job was creating content, uh, Bible studies and sermons and things like that. But but more than writing content, a lot of my job was observing and studying human nature, human behavior. 
which is the same thing that makes a really effective copywriter is when you know, um, you know, what builds connection, what builds community, um, what, when people are in scarcity, what do they need to get into abundance? You know, those types of things are essentially what you study when you're in, when you're in ministry. Uh, and it's what you're writing about when you're, when you're uh, writing copy for, for other brands. So uh, the, the transition was just kind of a, kind of a natural one out of ministry and into, into marketing, which might sound weird to some, but was a pretty natural transition for me. Um, yeah. So that was, that was a few years ago and, uh, and, building my own brand since then over the past few years, like a lot of us starting, starting working with other uh, people that were just starting out and needed a bit of, a bit of help with their brand or their marketing. Um, and then building my own network and now being able to work with six, seven, eight figure entrepreneurs has been, it's been quite the ride over the last couple of years. Where did you get your first clients from? So initially I was um, certified with a company called StoryBrand. Uh, mm-hmm. which I'm, I'm no longer certified with them. Um, I dropped that earlier this year, but um, that was initially where my original client base uh, started was, was that certification in their directory. Um, and certification programs like that are, are super helpful when you're just starting out, it gives you a bit of authority. You borrow authority essentially when you don't have your own. Um, and so that's what I did. I borrowed that authority for a little while till I didn't, didn't need that authority anymore. I had it on my own um, instead. So, first clients came from there. Um, and then my, my, my goal was always let's turn this one client into a referral client as well, uh, or into a repeat client. Um, and so for, for about two years, I built my business essentially on, uh, repeat customers, repeat clients and referral, uh, referrals from them. Um, so do a good job and they're going to come back or they're going to bring their friends, uh, to you as well. That, that's essentially how I got started and how I replaced my pastor's salary which isn't that hard to replace. Yeah, course. right. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, man, I did that in 60 days. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't that hard, actually. That was yeah. the original goal of uh, let's just replace my salary. And it, it didn't take nearly as long as I expected. Yeah. Um, okay. So in terms of uh, like copy and how we're using copy, is there, what do you see most business owners like on their website mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're kind of, I mean, there's just some very, are there any simple principles that someone could kind of look at their own copy and go, oh my gosh, it absolutely fails this test. Is, is there some kind of a test that you see a lot of people failing? Uh, yes. <laughs> the okay. simple test is you're talking way too much about yourself uh, and people don't put, so when you put yourself in the position of your customer or just think, think to times when you're the customer on a, on a competitor uh, a competitor's website, or, or you're just being a customer and buying something. Um, if I'm buying a pair of Nike shoes, I don't care about the Nike story. I care if the shoes fit, if they're comfortable, if they make me somehow run faster, they make me look better, um, feel comfortable, right? I don't, I don't care about Nike in that moment. I care about my own comfort, my own experience, my own story. Um, so, way too much marketing talks way too much about the founder or the, uh, or the business itself and customers just don't care. Yeah. Um, you want to get it out because you value it as your own story, but they don't value it. There might be a time later when they do, when they're a loyal customer and they want to know more about you, but the time isn't, the time isn't now, the time isn't yet uh, when they're still researching and, and uh, pre-customer essentially, they don't want to know about you yet. Yeah. 
You know, so here's our first bit of homework for everybody listening. Go through your website, go through your main pages and ask yourself, are we talking about us or are we writing about, you know, again, everyone's favorite radio station, WIIFM, you know, it's like, what's in it for me? Uh, and so, uh, you know, and I know, uh, you know, even LinkedIn profiles, um, this is simple. Uh, you know, your LinkedIn profile should be written to the person who's reading it and say, this is why we should be connected. Here is how I can make your life better just yeah. simply from us engaging at some level. Uh, again, that would be one, that's one thing that we try to do very, very quickly uh, with people as we're kind of building out their um, kind of B2B sales systems. And we, we really love LinkedIn for that, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, great exercise already. Uh, and then what are some other principles that you love uh, in terms of what makes good copy? Is it conversational? Uh, do you, is that something that, that you like to see in most copy? Uh, short answer is, is yes, definitely. Um, but it all really comes back to your brand and knowing, knowing what your brand is. If your brand isn't conversational for whatever reason, then, then that's going to be it's going to cause, um, you know, we talked about uncertainty in the economy. That's going to cause uncertainty in your message mm. uh, and the way that you present yourself. So if your brand is not conversational, if you're not trying to be personal or personable, then, then don't be conversational. But for most brands, yeah, you want to, you want to write in a way that, that, um, that people don't have to strain to read it, right? Mm -hmm. That it's not, you're not using jargon. You're not filling everything with, um, yeah, with boring material, you essentially want to be conversational. You want to invite them into a story. You want to um, also reflect back to them. Use your copy as a mirror so that they see themselves and what you're talking about. Um, Tell which, me more that's about kind of that. The art of good copywriting is yeah. you're writing about yourself or your own business, but you're really writing about them and their story um, and reflecting a mirror back to them. Um, because when they see your story as intertwining with their story, um, or whatever narrative they have playing in their head, then they're way more likely to connect with you as yeah. a brand, and then they're way more likely to buy as a customer. Uh, how do you? How how vital is it that you help uncover someone's pain points in your copy? Again, a lot of us have that narrative, or all of us have that narrative going in our head, that story that we're always telling ourselves, and that includes our difficulties, our pain points the obstacles that are getting in our way of the, the success or the after story that we're looking for. So when you, you can really clearly um, identify those for someone, it shows that you know them. It shows that you, that this is the product that you're the company for them because you're not talking broadly. You're talking specifically about the issue that they're facing. Um, but you don't also don't want to just get stuck on talking about their pain. You want to show them relief right on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, um I heard, a, um, I was reminded of a saying last night, even if people don't buy the drill, they buy the three quarter inch hole in their uh, wall, right? <laughs> um, but you want to, so if you're, so if, this obviously is about more than drills, but you don't want to be selling the drill. You don't want to be selling your product. You want to be selling the relief, which is the, the hole in the wall. But actually, if you can take your copy beyond that, you're not selling the drill. You're not selling the hole in the wall. You're selling the picture hanging on the wall that your wife told you to put up there three weeks ago, mm. right? That's the further down you can get into that, the, the deeper you're going to connect with, with yeah. customers. 
So the so possibly the emotional outcome from having that problem solved. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And paint the picture for them of what that life will look like um, on the other side of buying your product or engaging you in uh, in service. Um, so that you're not just saying, "Hey, life, you know, you'll be happier." You'll be saying, "Your your wife is going to just come up and give you the biggest wettest kiss on the cheek because she's so happy." Right? Paint yeah. the picture for them. Um, because otherwise your copy is just, it doesn't stand out. It's the same as everyone else's. It's kind of bland. It's kind of boring. Mm. might be conversational, but it's still, it doesn't intrigue people. It doesn't draw them in. Because uh, the moment that I said, you know, you, your wife's going to give you the, a big wet kiss on your cheek. Everyone kind of, you could kind of visualize it for a split second, right? In your mind's yeah. eye. You saw it. Or or inverse, you know, your husband's coming up and giving you the kiss, whatever the case. But um yeah. So, so we, we paint the picture of the other side, they visualize it. It engages into their, uh, into their, into their mind. This is my story. It connects with them. And again, then they're more likely to buy and it positions your brand as someone that they trust and want to want to come back to over and over again. You know, what a great workshop, Jeff, that, that we just kind of been talking about here about these, these simple tests that you can apply to your own copy and website when do people bring in the big guns? When do people bring you in? Or uh, maybe you have some other ways of engagement other than just hiring you. I suspect that you've probably, just based on the volume of work you do, it's more than just you. <laughs> uh, occasionally, yeah. Certainly with, with, so my expertise is on the writing. I bring in other partners. Uh, sometimes bring in people, um, not to write copy for my clients. They write my first draft that kicks me into gear. Um, and then I take over from then. If, if people hire me, I want them to know that, that they're working with me. But it might not be the first draft that I wrote. Um, so, so basically, uh, the, the test for me is usually if, if uh, entrepreneurs are um, 20K and up per month. Uh, so about that quarter million mark overall. And if they're, they, they, they already have an established brand, um, then, then I can come in and just... Uh, knock everything out of the park for them, essentially. We usually start, actually, with, with the start of our conversation, we usually start with um, a time like right now is perfect to, to solidify your brand. That's always where I start people is let's figure out your messaging, your voice, your values as a brand. Let's, let's write them down, put them in a document so that you know what they are. Everyone on your team knows what they are. Um, and then I can always go from that and write stronger copy because we know What's the message? What do we value? How do I write this stuff? Is it conversational? Is it professional? Is it full of emojis or not? Right. So, um, if you're a brand that's that's um, yeah that twenty k up mark established and essentially you you know that you're communicating well but not as well as you could. Um, you're growing fast but not as fast as you could. Then this is uh, uh, this could be the time to to have a conversation. Yeah. Uh, are there any favorite books that you have that, that kind of give like a foundational, um, like a, just kind of a 101 to um, improving our copywriting? Yeah. The, the first book I always recommend um, because it's powerful, but also short is uh, um, How to Write Copy That Sells by Ray Edwards. Yeah. Um, great book. Uh, going to teach you so many principles on just how to write effective copy that um, it's written for copywriters, but anyone can get in there and, and use it um, to write a lot better and a lot more effectively. There's another book that I recommend, but I, it's uh, um, 
well, this isn't the full title. You'll have to fill it out yourself, but writing without BS mm-hmm. <laughs> um, is a great book that teaches you how to write short, how to say mm-hmm. what you mean, which is really powerful, whether you're writing copy for marketing or you're writing an email to your team. Um, say what you mean and mean what you say. And essentially that's what this book is about. So um, I forget the gentleman's name who wrote it, but it's writing without BS. Right. But it's the, but it's the full word. Right. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a great read again, not just marketing, but how to communicate effectively mm. um, and briefly and powerfully. So I'm on your website right now. And again, at Jeff, coleman.com. And again, that's Jeff with a G. Uh, and um, I clicked on resources. And would you mind sharing maybe some of these things that, that folks can download for free? Yeah. So some of them are, are still back from, from when I was StoryBrand certified. So there's, mm-hmm. if, if you're into StoryBrand stuff, you can see some uh, resources there. The one that, I, that I'd recommend the most for folks um, is called, um, is, is essentially connecting with, with your audience. So how do you connect uh, powerfully and effectively with your audience? I think it's called mm. Five Mistakes High Impact Entrepreneurs when, when, uh, Make When Connecting With Their Audience. So that's a, a really great one. We talked about a few of the principles in there, actually, of talking too much about yourself, um, getting to know your customer well, things like that. So if you're looking in a time like this, especially to connect with your audience, that's the one I'd recommend the most. There's also one called the Funnel Filter on there. Um, that if you don't know what type of marketing funnel you should set up for your business, that gives you the, basically the five top options for you, five most uh, effective options, and then um, identifies for you, okay, what type of business, what type of product might this work for? How difficult or easy is it? What tools do you need? Uh, those types of things are uh, including a, a funnel map as well of each of those types of funnels. Uh, so that's a really, really helpful resource. Um, for anyone who's, even if you have a, a funnel working, you can check that one out and see maybe you can switch it up or, or tweak it a little bit. All right, Jeff Coleman, you're on the web at jeffcoleman.com. I recommend you click on the resources tab. Uh, Jeff, you got a webinar there. You've got downloads, PDFs, uh, worksheets, uh, great resources. Thank you so much for giving away so much value. I know mm-hmm. just based on our conversation, I'm actually really excited to kind of review some of our most important pages and kind of look at them through that filter and say, wait a minute, <laughs> are we just are we just talking about ourselves or do we truly have our, uh, you know, speaking about the person who's reading this and what's important to them. So Absolutely. Jeff, I want to thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and um, again, Jeff, coleman.com jeff you're the obviously you're the the founder of your own namesake so that's good <laughs> yeah yeah my parents have a bit of credit in that probably with uh, yeah right yeah, they, yeah. yep yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 uh we'll, we'll give our gratitude to them for for coming mm-hmm. up with a great brand so jeff thanks so much for joining us All right, thanks jeff Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence each month. We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120 
1,000 social media fans totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.